is Three Valleys radio coverage. Oh, what a shot that is! Of Yeovil Town Football Club, direct from Hewish Park. The heart is a blue. Shoots up through the stony ground. There's no room. It's time for another Glover's Update. In this town, you're out of luck. And the reason that you had to care. All the latest news direct from Hewish Park. And you're not moving anywhere. You thought you found a friend. Including all the post-match interviews and the manager's press conference. So join us every week on Glover's Update to keep right up to date with what's happening at Hewish Park. Well, good evening and welcome to another Glover's Update. On the show tonight, we welcome local businessman Martin Hellier and discuss his plans for Yeovil Town Football Club. Well, good afternoon, Martin. Thank you very much for coming on to Three Valleys Radio. Um, welcome. Obviously, we're all extremely concerned about what is going on at Yeovil Town. Um, mm. You are very much uh, a major player in all of this, albeit... Uh, perhaps from the sidelines is the best way to put it. Mm. But, um, mm. uh, you know, basically, I thought, if we could start, could you just tell our listeners who you are and what you are and, and, and you know, how long you've been going in Yeovil and, and just, just a little bit of history, because obviously yeah, sure. not, not everybody um, knows who you are. No. Um, I mean, so locally born and bred, um, you know, we operate primarily in... Um, Property development, hospitality, Airbnbs. Um, we recently acquired Yeovil Court Hotel, which we're which we're doing up. Yeah, and and that's about it, really. Nothing sort of too exciting, but but what it is is it's a stable, robust platform on which we look to make further investments, and certainly within our own community. Um, yeah. We certainly support a lot of um, community activities and charities and so on. So um, we do we, we, we do find ourselves in this environment almost having to qualify as being a, a decent local um, um, company that's uh, trying to help out in this situation. And um, that's about that's about what we are. Right. So, uh, yeah. OK, that's well, that, that's fine. Hmm. Everybody knows that now so we know it and obviously i've noticed the uh uh Yeovil court hotel you know it's obviously a lot of activity going on down there so uh, mm. uh, and i knew that was you well you couldn't miss the advertising boards anyway but yeah. <laughs> um but i mean look you know we, we all support Yeovil town uh, as i mentioned to you i, I worked there for 15 years as head of media uh in, mm. in john fry's <laughs> day uh John Fry did an awful lot for me, and and, and I will always be grateful to John. Um, mm. And and I I loved my time there, but 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 since then I I for the life of me, 
I don't understand why Yelvertown uh, or why John Fry decided to sell to Mr. Priestnell. Now, um, well, I mean, if you consider just your standalone example of the time and emotions that you've invested in the club and then multiply that across the fan base entirely and some of which have been trudging up there whether whether it's uh, um, the new ground or the old ground and, and, and spending their money and investing their hard-earned money in tickets and so on and that whole collective force that you know sort of going through the same as what you're going through and have almost just been treated with an absolute entire entire contempt as to who you are and and you know it's suddenly become this very kind of toxic um you know to, for want of a better word it's basically none of the fans business is what's going on yeah and that's really what's being portrayed to you all um and you know everyone is absolutely tired and exhausted and and probably now somewhat humiliated that as a community, that kind of outside parties, if you like, have put us in this position. And, and, and to be completely facilitated by what was SSDC, and, you know, whether that's all now in the archives and untouchable, um, and all with the community funds that you and I, the taxpayer, funded uh, for all this to happen. Mm. So it's absolutely without doubt that uh, that there's a huge um, feeling of animosity and, and, and betrayal. Um, you know, we're sat within this community, this community asset, this football team that wants, you know, what we referred to as giant killers and what has happened and how has it happened. And, you know, uh, I mean, one point to make... Um, you know, SSDC were assuring fans that safeguards were in position should the club go into administration. Well, I recently asked for a reminder of what those safeguards were and we're met with the same silence as we're, as we're greeted with with the current owners, the owners in waiting, if you like, and everyone in between. I mean, it is incredulous, the situation, and, and I think most people feel absolutely entirely helpless in this. Yeah. Well, I think so. But I mean, let me just, um, if I tell you what I think the situation is, um, mm -hmm. because I'm sure, you know, the number of people that come up to me say, well, what's going on? And I say, well, I don't, I don't know. I can't tell you, not really. All I know is, or this is what I think I know anyway, is that um, Mr. Priestnell has sold the whole thing to South Somerset District Council a, fi a figure of 2.8 million was mentioned. I don't know if that's the correct figure or not. Um, and um, the, the basically, we were going to rent back the ground uh, on a monthly basis, uh, but the first the first season was free, I think. Um, uh, kind of, and that's where we are. Well, now, first and yeah. foremost, can, maybe you can explain to me why is it that any any potential purchaser is negotiating with Mr. Priestnell when he's already sold it to South Somerset District Council. Yeah, when he is indeed the tenant. I mean, there's a couple of analogies you could put to this. If I, if I own a, if I own a property, which I wish to sell to you, would I need the tenant's permission in order to sell that property? And another analogy, if you like, it's a little bit like you know when he hit hard times and he went to the council. 
It's a little bit like taking your watch to the pawn shop, getting 50 quid for it, but also stipulating that they cannot sell that watch to anyone else. When you buy it back, it's going to be 50 pounds. And in the meantime, you're also going to wear that watch. And so, you know, SSDC, and I will only suggest that it was through pure naivety, would allow someone to dictate that they have first refusals to buy the stadium and the grounds back in that after receiving that bailout. And added to that, if you're taking a set of books, uh, you know, which, which read like a Greek tragedy, if you like, during COVID, and you're going to the council to say, help, we're going to go under, it would at least be the minimal due diligence to see where that money that you're bailing them out on went and it went to the holding company above the club and you've got the council saying well the holding company and the and the and the, and the football company are kind of the same thing no they're not they're two separate companies limited companies limited by liability and the holding company is not accountable for the failings of the child company under it now again you know you can fight as one voice or a thousand voices against the council and they will either say it's all going to be okay or they don't answer you at all. Why should there not be more accountability when they have used our tax money as local community tax, whatever it's called, payers, to tell us where the money actually went? And why would you not follow it through? And, you know, on, on a legal technicality, Mr. Priestnell could lock the doors of that stadium tomorrow and still have the buyback rights of the stadium and the land. That's, yeah. the, that's the actual factual position of it. However, anyone wants to argue about it will say differently. So where do you see it? We are now. I mean, you've got uh, Mr. Ugler and his SU Glover's uh, operation. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. They... Apparently, so rumour has it, have put over £400,000 in to finance the uh, arrival of some new players who Mm -hmm. apparently the manager didn't like. Um, Mm -hmm. There's been a bit of a spat over social media with regard to that. Um, Mm -hmm. He keeps saying that uh, it's all been done and dusted and it's happening any day now. All you've got to do is wait for another day or so. Well, I mean, I heard this week that it was going to happen uh, yesterday. Well, I've not heard mm. that it has. Secondly, I've heard that the wages aren't going to be paid on Friday. I don't know where that's came from, but another mm-hmm. one of the rumours that's flying around. And then the third one, of course, is this question of administration. So, mm. I mean, where do you and see it going feeling, from here? Yeah, certainly a feeling of deja vu in all of this. Um, from, from a business perspective, I, I, I would I would question anyone, foolish or otherwise, to put £400,000 into a business that you don't yet own. Yeah, so would I. I. Would also on the, I would also, on the flip side of that, um, question why someone who owns a limited company and is responsible for any debts incurred put two people in, in, in charge, if you like, of that, who could run a mock and incur debts and so on, which only Mr. Priestel would be liable to. I mean, who would put two people in to run their company when you're still responsible for the for the liabilities incurred? I mean, you know, you wouldn't go on holiday and put two kids in charge of your sweet shop and come back at the end of it to discover it's all not quite worked out as, as you expected. 
As far as my view goes on where it is and where it's going, you can only kind of draw some conclusions in the fact that it's not so much about you're looking how many buyers you can find. Your problem is you cannot find the one seller. And if that seller is not entertaining any options for the buying, then you'd have to question whether that person is, and I only say it speculatively, is deliberately driving it to administration. Mm. And, and you know, there is nothing being said. Look at the situation where everyone is asking on Twitter, you know, the wor- there is a world outside of Twitter, but on Twitter saying, can you tell us what's happening? I mean, you know, you've got two lads that are parading around the football ground, you know, the new owners and high-fiving and waving, and are now just as silent as Priestnall. Yeah. And, you know, where is the protection? In, 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 in terms of what I think is going to happen, my honest view, and I hope I'm wrong, my honest view is the club is shortly going to go into administration. Well, that, that rumour seems to be coming, gaining strength as, as, you know, almost as we speak. But, but um, you know, I mean, you've, you've come along now. Um, you've got the, you, you would appear to have the right intentions for the club. Um, are you in a position to, I mean, for example, you've got to get a hold of Priestnell first to be able to do the deal or South Somerset or both. I don't know. Um, well, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, against the backdrop of what appears to be, again, speculatively speaking, before people start ringing their lawyers and so on, this is against the backdrop of a club which is already losing substantial money each year. That's in the National League. Now, you're suddenly going into the National South League where you're going to have a ticket price which is far less. You've every chance of having less spectators. And even if you had the same, the revenues are going to be different. You've not got one National League South team that are on a full that are full time, okay? So you're then risking losing all the players on top, and so. But against all of this, against anything that we might consider looking at and approaching, you cannot do any of that if the seller will not engage with you. I say the seller mm. uh, on the assumption that he wants to sell. Yeah. If you know, at the end of the day, you cannot force any man to sell his private limited company. No. And you would have to question why that person is stonewalling every effort for anyone else to come in and believe me, any egotistical self-promoting element of this was long gone down the road. And truly, if any element, if any sort of d- certain demographic within the uh, uh, fan base don't consider me for whatever preconceived notion um the most perfect idealistic whatever it is but i'm sorry given given the state the club's finances it's a little like the homeless person you invited for christmas dinner complaining that they didn't get the car for turkey because at the state it is in and it really is big boy pants kind of time in my absolute opinion the club is going to go into administration Mm. and all i can publicly state easily is your chairman your owner 
will not open any dialogue with myself. Now, if he's also not entertaining offers from anyone else, it's it, it's a given. Um, you know, there's talk about the rent next week. That's not a monthly rent payment. That is a quarterly in advance rent payment of £50,000. Right. On top of already absolutely beleaguered finances. It mm. is... It is an impossibility unless someone is going to come along and be almost charitable, dare I say it. It is an impossibility for the club to exist. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is. There's no, there's no, you know, we can all tit for tat on Twitter and accuse people of all sorts of things. All I know is in the decades of business that I've been in is it's, it's utterly unviable it was a hard enough struggle before yeah and you know and don't forget against all this we haven't been even been able to look at the extent of that damage or any books well so let me stop really, let me stop you there a minute martin I, yeah. I, I don't know if you've seen it on on the internet there's there's a, a um um on facebook there on the uh yeovil, yeovil town supporters club page or not supporters right. club uh, the I don't know what they call themselves now, but anyway, there's there's yeah. a, um, a, a, a entry on there from a an, an outfit called Twenty Four Seven Global News. I don't I don't know if you've I seen know, it. Steve Day. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. Um, they they've come on um, and, and they've sort of implied that um, you know basically what you said in terms of the administration but they've also mm. implied that they you know they're, they're i mean i think they're the mouthpiece for the um jenkins uh, john jenkins is it john jenkins i can't remember his name. i know steve's a good 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 supporter good friend of um of yeah. julian's i think yeah so i think you know that, that they were sort of you know pushing their case as it were really but there's an awful mm. lot of, awful lot of statements on there which which were inaccurate anyway i thought so i didn't quite know where they were coming from with it but but you've yeah. got, on the one hand, you've got them saying that. We know, obviously, what we know and what's in the public domain. Um, mm -hmm. But if, if Priestnell is, is, you know, refusing, you've, you've come out and, and categorically stated you want to talk to him, you want to try and help wherever you can, and he mm -hmm. won't speak to you. I mean, That's right. whatever, whatever else is there that we can do other than administration? Because presumably... There, there, there's, there, I mean, I, you know... Put it bluntly, there is nothing you can do, mm. and 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 that is the fact. And I hope that certain people within SSDC and other people who choose to be a bit toxic or a bit malicious, calling me all sorts of names or making personal attacks on my son and my family and so on. I hope they are all listening, because there is nothing else you can do, and unless it gets announced. For example, that Matt Ugler finally owns the club, I would be more than happy for all of you, despite whatever else you think, because at the heart of it, I was born in this town, I live in this town, I support this town, okay? And that is far beyond any... And when I say personal gain to me, if anyone's under the illusion that I'm somehow going to profit from, from this in any way, it it, 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 it it it's a joke mm -hmm. and so you know none of us are privy to the sort of cloak and dagger little discussions that are going on in the background somewhere 
or not going on in the background. All I can say is that I have publicly stated what we would be prepared to do. And I might add, we're the only ones that have actually listed in financial terms what we would do should we own the club. Yeah. Um, and um, unless, unless, you know, you've got to bear in mind that takeovers of any limited company do not take four to five months to do. And it's it's just, you know, we're being misled. Sorry, you still there? It's, it's absurd. I entirely blame SSDC. I won't name individual names. They know who I'm talking about, and most people will know. And, and you know, this is where it is. We've tried to warn from autumn last year. We've tried to warn all the way through. We've stated it each time. And if we're, uh, if we're sort of looked at negatively for that, that's absolutely fine, because be assured, our own personal circumstances are not affected by not owning the club. Mm. And, you know, all we've done is tried to do our best. Anyone else with sort of thinner skin, if you like, would have walked away a long time ago. But I would reiterate that, you know, quite simply put, I can state that if, for example, Matt Uglet isn't going to be the new owner soon, I entirely believe the club's going to go into administration. And, and you know, it, it, that wouldn't be so bad in terms of a clean sheet and someone being able to come in without the without the influences of all these sort of uh, people controlling things. But needless to say, however many uh, points are deducted from you when that happens and where you're then sat in National League South. or So <clears throat> there's that aspect as well. Um, we've, we've clearly stated we absolutely have no interest on building houses on that land for our own personal gain. It would be our absolute intention to reunite the surrounding grounds and the stadium with the trading business of the football club. If there was any building on that land, say commercial units, retail, it would be directly for the benefit of the football club to bring in revenue streams that would help support it outside of the usual financing of the football club. So, so I mean, what have, what have we got to hide or, or what sinister agenda when we can publicly state it? Now, you know, I live here. I mean, I'm sure Mr. Priestnell couldn't walk around Tesco on Saturday morning, <laughs> but I would still like to be able to in the future. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, that's, that's where we are. And um, it... it we have certainly no. Um, we certainly get no enjoyment or pleasure from seeing the things that we warned about having come to fruition. But it's really time for the serious, mature people within this whole setup, whether it's the council, whether it's priests, whoever it is, to act like the business people that they claim to be, sit at the table and figure it out. How can you have it on your conscience? on your conscience in this community, on this club, yeah. then, 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 you know, that's, that's where we are. But, but a couple of points I've just thought of now. Well, first of all, that, that global 24-7, they claim to have the actual accounts of the club. I don't know quite right. how, how they've got hold of them, but they have. Mm. Um, mm. 
So I, I find that, but I always remember when I was working there with, with John Fry, the number of times I've sat in John's office and we've been just talking about the football club in general. And the times he said to me, Aidy, we need to get another 350 to 400,000 pound revenue in every, every season. How are we going to do right. it? And the times we right. sat there and we tried to do it. And we, we could mm. never, unless you had a, another um, Chris Cohen or, a, or an Aaron Davis that we could sell for big money, which doesn't happen very often, um, it was never going to happen. And it was always well, going to be a battle. And yet people mm. like Priest will come along, think they can run, run a football club, but they probably don't know anything about it at all. Well, and not only that, you know, his whole rhetoric was was based on how much you can sell players for. And unfortunately, there's been no rhetoric about how much you buy players for. And, and you know, you can go on hoping that success will come, money will come, and then we'll buy the players. I'm afraid it's the absolute opposite. And then like in any business you've got to invest in, you make the investment and you reap the rewards. Mm. You've also got to look at the basic gate revenue if you've alienated the fan base if they feel like they count for nothing you know there is not a good feeling in the club and you know there's so much that could be done on those grounds the whole match day experience the fact that you know it, it, it instead of a 90 minute experience you try and make it more of a day experience what facilities are there look at the state of the place mm. where's the pride Where's the pride in anything? Yeah. And, you know, let's talk about, you know, Priestnell and all he'll defend himself and say this and that. What investment in four seasons and four years, whatever it was, what investment where? And it just, you know, the, the, the biggest problem in all this situation is there isn't a business mind there. I mean, let, let's face it, where? What, what evidence of it? Anyone can take a club and send it into the ground. But, you know, where, where's the players? Where's the spend? It, it's a sham yeah. as far as the whole community are concerned. I'm not here to convince anyone to, 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 to subscribe to my point of view, but it's my point of view and it's where we're at. Mm. And if we'd gone up the other way and been promoted to League Two or whatever it was, I'd sit here and eat my hat or apologise or anything, but here we are. And what other defence might I need than, than than where we are? And 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 you know, there's been there's been comments about you know what do you know about football and so on, Martin. Well, what I know about is business and how to steer one into calm, prosperous waters. Now, I'm not going to ask the 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 manager, be it Mark Cooper or or, or, or anyone else to come upstairs to the office and finalise the end-of-year accounts, just the same as I, as an owner, I'm not going to go out and buy players just because I think it's the right thing to do, because you employ that manager for a reason, much as you employ anyone else there for a yeah. reason. Yeah, exactly. And there's no structure. There's no corporate structure. It's being tossed around like a toy. Mm. And it quite clearly, in, 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 the, in the world of reality... Those, those situations are unsustainable. And here we are. Well, Martin, let's, let's just create a scenario a minute, right? You, your mm. phone's ringing and it's, it's got Priestner on the phone. What, what, would you, what would you say to him today if he was to ring you up, if you had the balls to ring you up and discuss it? The, the, 
you'd firstly have to entirely tread carefully because my impression of Scott is he's uh, he's narcissistic, which is obviously not encouraging his phone call. But I must say at this point, I'm not I'm not the one that's going to go running to him hoping. Mm. So here here's the problem, and this happened in. Uh, October, November, when Scott had already agreed to sell me the club and all of his shares in it, the absolute... The, what what way can I describe it? The simplest steps needed to move forward in that are painstakingly um, absolutely ridiculous. It's almost if he phoned up now and agreed to do that deal, it, it would be... And don't get me wrong, of course we'd entertain that conversation. But there's a little, you know, you've got the situation where Mr. Business Owner wants to sell his business. And you've got the situation where someone's personally being difficult and almost enjoying the animosity towards him. Mm. Now, that is something that you can't really play on a level playing field if you're trying to get things done. No. And, and and you know, within that, you start to ask yourself, why am I doing this? Mm. And, you know, patience only goes so far. And again, it leads to the question of Mr. Priestnell, why are you not entertaining offers for your business? Whether it's Matt Ugler, whether it's me, uh, Jenkins or whoever else. Why is every offer being stonewalled? For, for what gain? One can only assume for, for, for administration, which, which needless to say, uh, uh, apart from a sort of blot on your um, um, financial credibility and your business credibility, would wipe out all debts. Yeah. Um, you can only, you, you know, you can only worry about what you do know, not what you don't know. And what we do know is we're being completely stonewalled and the constant buying another week, buying another week, buying another week, fans forums that get suggested and never happen, announcements that get suggested and never happen. And the one consistency in all of this since, since I took interest as a potential owner back in autumn, the one consistent thing is buying another week, buying another week. And it's anyone else's conclusion as to why why that's happening. But it is, and it's the one thing that, that um, causes the most concern because another week, another week, another week, is that bit closer to administration, and there's not that many weeks left in that situation. Well, what does um, personal stand to gain if they went into, into uh, administration? I presume that doesn't... I mean, the debts can't get wiped off, but, I mean, I presume it'd be... Um, that to a degree that's what would happen is that right well the the, the 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 debts do kind of get wiped off in the sense that any debts belonging to a limited liability company once it goes into administration those administrators come in and they own that business all the directors are removed they they have no influence on it those administrators are charged with the task of getting the most revenue from the club in order to satisfy any creditors that are owed money. Yeah. First and foremost, that's crown debt, which is VAT and tax. Yeah. And unfortunately, in this world, 
all the smaller ones down the down the bottom of the chain, the local caterer or the t-shirt printer or whoever it might be, don't get their money. Um, um, but there's one sort of caveat to that that if a if a owner of a company has appeared to deliberately have run that company into debt, that veil of limited liability is removed and he can be pursued personally um, for those debts. But that's a lot of, you know, ifs and buts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, from, from someone coming in, um, you know, remove me from the equation, if you like, from it. For someone coming in, they would be offering the administrator, you know, a, a, an amount of money, I presume. In, in this instance, the administrators would want the club to continue. But bear in mind, you know, in a worst case scenario, the administrators will liquidate any assets on site in order to raise the money owed to creditors yeah so yeah, that's not that's not beyond unscrewing seats and flogging them off to the you know football stadium up the road or something and i've been accused of um scaremongering with, with my sort of rhetoric i don't know how much more scared anyone listening needs to be um it's you are on the brink of absolute game over mm. No, I don't, um, I don't think people do uh, are really conscious of, of how close that dangerous point is. Hmm. Um, I mean, you. I mean, why? Let, let, let's look at the basic facts. I think we're all completely used to Mr. Priestnell not communicating. He sort of gave up on that. I think. I think I didn't see him at the stadium since last autumn or something. He's quite clearly not interested in the club. He told me that himself on the telephone when we were negotiating. Yeah. Okay. That's that fact, Mister U- Mister Ugler, you know, so so full of bravado and in with the fans and you know new revolution, all this sort of things. Well, it you know it seems questionable that as we were sailing towards relegation, the, the communication stopped. I mean, if you've got him personally answering people on Twitter, but not answering a fan base of some thousands who, who are deeply concerned. Well, then what conclusion do you draw from that? It would be very, very easy to say something. And forget Twitter, you know, official output mm. from the club, from yeah. its website. How can you all bury your heads in the sand? And, you, and, and, and you're all responsible. You're but, all responsible. Well, Martin, you know, we've talked all around the point to a large extent, but can you just tell our listeners exactly what you can bring to the table you know in words of one syllable so they can quite clearly understand your position sure i mean be under no illusion it's a a a massive uphill struggle for a business which is in the state it's in that's not to detract from the fact that we are committed to the to the good cause of the club okay Mm -hmm. um it's beginning just to get things on an even kill initially that you know that that we certainly want continuation of the club in terms of matches in terms of everything else that's got to happen there are short-term things and there are medium and there are long-term things you know you have to as i've said from the outset you've got to buy strikers you know all of this all of this was against um, you know, the, the intentions to a National League side. Mm. And, you know, there's different dynamics involved in a, in, in a National League South. But we are, 
you know, we're, we're pretty au fait with identifying and prioritizing what needs doing first. Mm. And I can certainly say without any uh, disguise, that would be certainly a clear out of, um, of um, you know, who's running the club at the moment and whatever position that is. Mm. Um, you know, all of this has to be addressed first and foremost from the experience of the spectator. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Um, you know, it doesn't take rocket science to know that, you know, the more goals you put, um, you know, in the net, uh, preferably the oppositions, um, you know, the more successful you become, the more people become invested and excited and look forward to it. And, you know, it's, it, it's, it's that side first and foremost is, 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 you know, investing in a couple of strikers. You're just not, I mean, you know, I know there's, I know there's a lot of, um, you know, animosity towards Mark Cooper, for example, but, you know, what I would say in, in, in his defence is if you give a carpenter a, a bent hammer and a rusty saw and you ask him to turn out a Chippendale side cabinet, he's not going to get on very well with it. So you've got to arm up people with the, with the resource, just the resource. Yeah. And then I think there's overall just a general facelift, improvements, um, catering facility. I mean, you know... <laughs> You can go there as, as the as, as the main stand sponsor and go and buy a hot dog before the match, and they haven't got any. This sort of yeah, stupid, yeah, yeah. ill thought out things. Or, or you know, do you want do you want to miss twenty minutes of the second half because you're still queuing for a pint? Hmm. It's 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 those things, those small things that have got to be addressed from the spectator's point of view. Um, it it it's an incredibly um, intensive prospect for anyone coming into that club um we can only speak um from from track record and and, and history um you've got to just re-engage the fans i mean I, I i think from from um anyone who's currently running that club they just seem to fail to realize the importance of being honest and transparent to the to the fans hmm. you know what's what's to hide you know, yeah. they would share your difficulties and they would share your successes. But they, if you're not sharing anything with them, yeah. they're only left to think that they that they that they don't count. So, um, in terms of the wider picture, as we said, it should never have been the case ever that the surrounding grounds were separated off from the stadium. Mm. One, I, in, in my belief, at least, because that raises questions straight away. I believe that. If you're the owner of that club, you are the owner of it for all the right reasons. And that includes looking at options on that land, which would bring revenues into the trading club. And anything other than that is always going to be a questionable thing. And needless to say, the proof is in the pudding. Here we are. Mm. Um, and so, you know, Unless the owner is quite clearly, 100%, unquestionably, in it for the football club, then they should not be in it. And you have to question why people as far afield as Camden or wherever it is would have an interest in a, in a Yeovil um, football team community if, if it wasn't for this kind of big question mark over land and yeah. development and all that. the whole thing is 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 just toxic mm. there is a solution and it has to be a wholesale quite clear 
solution is it and and it's not bringing this little person or bringing that little person and yet the same person still pulling all the strings it is a complete restart and i would invite the council to sit at that table and lay down what options there are um for moving forward i warned them in november ssdc you are heading for a pr iceberg if you don't steer the good ship ytfc in a different course they have, didn't and here we are have you um have you made any direct um calls to ssdc to see if you can set up any sort of a meeting and bypass we just seem to be we just seem to be treated as there's there's a curious situation where they seem to almost defend Priestnell's position. I don't know why. I don't know if it's through fear of looking a little bit red-faced, when instead, if they really stepped up and dealt with this, they'd be far more respected. Mm. At the moment, you know, the, the, the whole consideration with most people is that SSDC, Scott Priestnell, kind of hand-in-hand hand or whatever they're doing, if I'm wrong, why don't they show something different? And and they don't. They defend the position because I think they're probably a little bit embarrassed. Mm. But so what? We all make mistakes. Why not prove to the fan base and the community that you've had enough of this, that this community asset, this thing that, which is in our town, which is where we live, we can't drive off up the road to London or wherever it is and forget all about it. And it's here and it's now, and it, it's it's time to step up and 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 be a man, if you like, and deal with it. If they don't, well, there we are. Well, can we not sort of put out a, a, a general invitation to uh, the council to to contact you and 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 sit round the table and see what you two can can come up with between well, you? Well, and and, and 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 by all means, and, and don't make that exclusive to me and the council. Bring in a member of a supporters group. Bring in bring in a journalist. Bring mm. in a, a select number of people that can witness the efforts, the the decency in which we're speaking and trying to resolve things, and then draw their own conclusions as to as to what the outcome is because. We're sort of feeling like we're a we're a you know fairly singular voice trying to trying to get this point across and and if if there is something that facilitates that sit down, it is not enough. Simply, I mean, I'll give you a for instance. When I put to the council, autumn Christmas time, and and it was public on Twitter. Dear SSDC, um, um, what options does someone like myself have um, for for um, buying the grounds and the stadium from you you have a tenant in there that's all on free rent um we will entertain the idea of anyone buying the buying the grounds and stadium okay thank you very much dear ssdc i would like to buy the grounds and stadium for you mm. to which their answer was that would need the permission of the club owner and and this is the absurdity of the situation now, if they would rather face a hugely expensive lawsuit regarding the misappropriation of community funds, that's not beyond our remit. Hmm. But it's 
but it's something that is that may need to be addressed. And why it's kind of lurking there, isn't it? That 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 why? that threat. Not well, not that we're making the threat, but but it's it's you know the possibility somebody might come along, and, and you know you could get somebody who's probably not totally interested in football at all, but who could jump mm. on their bandwagon and say, "Hang on a minute, I'm a taxpayer." Um, what are you doing spending, spending my money so recklessly? Well, the default position in the meantime for all the fans, for you, for me, and anyone in between from from what was SSDC, the default position is mind your own business. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know... Um, if, I, but I, if somebody I, makes I, enough noise, you can, you can sometimes override well, and, that, can't you? And really, that does lead to my next point, is, is to those listening, is to find a collective voice. I certainly know when I indicated to uh, John Clark and SSDC that we are imminently going to bring protest to your offices, that is the only thing that instigated a response from him. Mm. Um, and we don't want to do negative, uh, you know, stirry-up sort of stuff. SSDC or, 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 or Somerset Council or John Clark or whoever, are you prepared to sit down at a table and answer these questions with a few other people listening and answer them honestly and tell us the facts. If the facts are we've, 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 we've dropped the ball and our hands are tied and, and, you know, doom is inevitable, sit down and announce it and tell us it. This, these, are, these are community people asking their council legitimate questions to which they are being completely stonewalled. Mm. Now, yeah. what's to hide? What's the matter? You know, um, it, I, I, I even believe, to be honest, that it should have been SSDC taking legal action against Priestnell for being somehow duped into a situation that actually wasn't being remedied by the bailout money they gave. Why wouldn't they follow that through to see that it went where it was meant to go. Where is the due diligence? Mm. And, you know, for me to be asking, for me to be asking this, and it was the, it was the council's responsibility, and you, you get snubbed, you get all sorts of things from the council. This is not about me and owning the club. This is about £2.8 million worth of local community taxpayers' money being given to a guy that no one can find mm. or communicate with. Yeah, it's shocking. Um, it's shocking. Yeah. And, of course, the other problem we've got is that time is running out. Now, you know, that we've got the last game of the season coming up on Saturday. After that, you know, generally, football people go on holiday, um, you know, and they back on July the, July the 1st mm. or whatever. But in the meantime, mm. anybody that's going to come in and help us out, like yourself... You need the time to be able to do all this. And, well, and, that's the and, thing as well. You know, this isn't a kind of, you know, we can fix it next week and, mm. or, 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 you know, we're the fourth choice down the line or, or the, the seller has hit the skid so much that he phones you on the 11th hour and says, yeah, all right, let's do it. No, you know, exactly. This is, this is, this is discounting any, any things we've got going on this end. Um, I think certainly football people have been on holiday for, for, for rather a long time in, in this in this situation. Yeah. And it's kind of like, look, you know, we need to state here that our concern for this for, for, for this 
for this uh, community asset, for the fans, for the amazing players that Yeovil Town's fortunate enough to currently be hanging on to. We're, we are far more concerned with that than any personal gain because, it, you know, I, I don't want to sound arrogant when I say it's no odds to us. It certainly is. But we could not air our concern more. We could not be more transparent about what our intentions are. But, you know, the old adage of, uh, you know, leading a horse to water and all of that. The fact is it comes down to a singular person, Scott Priestnell, absolutely ignoring our efforts, ignoring the concerns of the fans, backed up by South Somerset District Council, or whatever they're called now, defending that position, defending that deal, promising safeguards that are in place should the club go into administration. Let's face it, I am the only person talking. Mm. That's the... That's that you know, albeit you know, of course, fans and so on. But there's no, it. I'm afraid silence won't cut it now. No, uh, it's uh, uh, it will be a administration if if uh, if 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 a, if a status quo remains as it as it does now. And of course, you know, we're, we're talking about the future, but the, the future it's it's not just a question of you know, a, a white knight like yourself coming along on your, your white charger to buy the club. But if you're going to buy the club, or if you're going to come to whatever arrangement we want to call it, it's not oh. just that, it's the future in, in that you've got to go out there and buy some new players. Um, we don't know whether the manager's staying or going. Uh, there's all that. And and yet the football season starts in August. So like it's yeah. not as though we've sort of got loads of time on hands. We haven't. We need to move now. That's it. I mean, you know, you've got to bear in mind, you know, the, the efforts and fighting for the chance to even get a foot in the door to discuss the problem yeah. is non-existent, let yeah. alone what the problem is, you know, let alone what the real books might might display. I always said to Mr. Priestnell, I don't care if the accounts are an absolute horror story, mm. as long as I can see the accounts to make some calculated views. Yeah. I never got the accounts. No, it, it it's you know, what it, it, it's almost you know you can almost hear a voice over your shoulder saying, "Be careful what you wish for," because we have no access, no knowledge to the true extent. We can only make judgments and look at accounts and work out kind of what salaries might be and, and ticket income and all this sort of thing. But the, 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 the general kind of, I would say, fairly informed position that we have is the club is already massively loss-making. Hmm. You cannot be in that position and then next week, and it will be next week, and it won't be monthly, it will be quarterly in advance, hit with a rent payment. Yeah. It is absolutely impossible to to continue now there might be some people listening who know more than i do and are about to chuck a you know couple million pounds in we'll be the first ones to congratulate them and say thank god and if you know bear in mind to all those people listening the sheer mental exhaustion and efforts put in from our side to be 50% of the time kind of scolded or accused of something. Well, this isn't like waiting for a bus. I'm afraid to say there isn't another couple Martin Helliers coming down the road in, in, a, in, in a short time, unless I'm mistaken. And so it really is just, you know, for us to state on the record is we've 
shown our intentions and been fully transparent. If your current chairman will not communicate with us, then please know that's the reason we're not in there. Mm. And I would say that if you could name your favourite player on the team, whoever he might be, rest assured that player has messaged me and hoped that we are the owners of that club. Now, they can't publicly say that because they'll be getting fined by the FA for some sort of, you know, saying things they shouldn't say. Yeah. That also gets to certain management positions at the club and, and, and many staff positions at the club. So those fans that seem to think we're some sort of, uh, you know, hidden agenda, rest assured that if you love and support those players, as you suggest, then please know that most of them want us to be in there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because they can see through the rest of the rubbish and see where it needs to go. And, mm. you know, that that's that's our case laid out transparently and honestly. And on if, if that doesn't qualify us in anyone's eyes, well, good luck on the next one. That's all we could say. Well, I think one thing we could do, I will certainly send a PDF, not a PDF, an MP3, of this conversation to the council. So mm. just in case they don't happen to have the inclination to switch on the radio station, if they get it in, you know, as a, uh, an MP3, they can listen to it. And then just, just maybe hopefully somebody will be alert enough to realize that, that, you know, this is kind of the last chance saloon now. And if they don't mm. do something very quickly um, to enable you or, or anybody else that might come out of the woodwork, mm then mm. the whole thing is just going to go down the swanny, isn't it? Entirely. There's only yeah. so much you can do. There's only so much you can say. From our position, whether it's us or whether it's a consortium or mm. someone else, absolutely stable and, and, and with their heart in the community and the success of the football team and goals going in the nets and moving up the tables, yeah. we would be the first to shake their hands. But we're not going to sit back and say, oh, this is all cool. It's none of our business. SSDC is telling us it's none of our business. Ugler or, 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 or Priestland mm. telling it's none of our business. If that's the case, that's fine. It's none of our business. But, but just anyone listening be under no illusion. It absolutely count the days rather than the weeks, in my opinion, yeah. as to where this is going. Well, Martin, very, very tragic situation. We're running out of time now, so um, you know it's the time for me to say first of all th thank you very much for coming on, for being thank so you. open and so so transparent, so people out there can can begin to realise just how serious the situation is. Because I, I don't think you know, I mean, four thousand people turned up at Hewish Park on Saturday, the last mm. home game of the season, um, mm. for a game that was quite clearly a nothing game. We were relegated. Um, it, mm. was, it wasn't the greatest spectacle. But if there are 4,000 people there, that shows that the interest in our football club is still there. And, and to it's me... It's absolutely there. Yeah. We, we've, we've got to somehow, um, you know, whether it's us, the radio station, you, we've got to keep this message going out to people to realise that this is the last chance to lose. So come on, the council. Come on, Mr Priestnell, if you're listening. Um, I, I, in a way, I don't think Matt Ugler fits into this to you know, this debate in the context that he's obviously made his gesture um, and for whatever reason, he's getting stonewalled and we don't know why. Mm. So, you mm. know, for somebody, please, let's break this this 
this um, complete sort of road crash of a situation and and move things forward. Um, so, you know, SSDC, Absolutely. I shall send you a copy of this, so you'll be able to have a listen. Um, thank you, Martin, for coming on the show. Appreciate More it enormously. Well. Let's hope that we can we can make things happen. Absolutely. Up the clubbers, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much for coming on, Martin. The heart is a blue Shoots up through the stony ground There's no room Space to win in this town, block. And the reason that you have.